Welcome to My Stupid Podcast, episode 12. My name is Angelo. I'm Jeff. And we are two John Mayer fans who uh, have started a, a podcast. This is an all John Mayer podcast. Um, and we um, we just love talking about Mayer. I don't know about you, Jeff. I just love talking about John Mayer. Yeah, I love talking about him. Uh, I love listening to him. Listening, watching him. Might even love, yeah, I might even love looking at him a little bit too much. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, verdict's still yeah, out on yeah. that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so this is this is just a, a labor of love for Jeff and I. We love all things Mayor, and we thought we'd kind of uh, just capture some conversations and uh, share those with you out there. So thank you for listening. Um, we are on all the social media platforms. We are on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can go find us there. You know how to work those things. I'm sure if you just type in My Stupid Podcast, you will find us. Um, we also have an email, so if you have any feedback about any of the episodes, um, any thoughts about anything we've talked about, we would love to hear from you. Our email is mystupidpodcastshow at gmail.com. We love hearing from our fans and from John, other John Mayer fans and people who listen to the show, and um, we uh, we love hearing your feedback, your stories, your John Mayer stories, your thoughts on, on what we do, and we're going to read a few emails here in just a second. Yes. Um, we also invite you to leave a positive review. If the show brings value to you, if you really enjoy it, you like listening to it. Um, Jeff and I put a lot of work into these shows and uh, we uh, we do it out of love. I mean, we love it, but it would show great appreciation if you could go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and give us a positive review. Uh, maybe th hit that five star rating or just, you know, if you have a minute or two, leave some kind words. We'd love to hear those things. So, um all that to say, today our episode is going to be about something that was actually really hard for us to find. Yes, uh, yeah. we, had, we had we had talked about doing this episode, and last week we were like, "Oh, surely we should be able to find it." And we are going to be doing the uh, a review of the John Mayer and Brad Paisley Crossroads episode that aired in two thousand four. Mm -hmm. And we figured, hey, we should be able to uh, to find this video online somewhere, and. Jeff, why don't you, you know, <laughs> it started coming down to it at the end, and we could not find it. Everything was, like, blocked. Yeah, somebody on YouTube put up there years ago, put up, like, a playlist version of the episode. So that way, I, I assume to break it down so the copyright right. isn't flagged on it faster or something. Um, but, like, most of those videos got taken down. And it was like, he put the playlist in order, like, here's the order of the show, and, and yeah. your video will just go right to the next bit of the show. Um but yeah, I just searched. Uh, I, I didn't even have to search full names. I think I just searched Crossroads Paisley or, yeah, Paisley Mayer, and I, I yeah. hit the videos link on Google, and I I went through like fifteen of those before I found <laughs> some random Chinese site that has it yeah. streaming, but you can't. And the player's fine. The player works great. I could I could pause, cycle through whatever oh, yeah. I needed to. Yeah. All you need, I mean, play and pause is an international language. <laughs> <laughs> there's no yeah. the button looks yes, the same it's the no same matter where you're at but everything else that we we were trying to i was trying to download it from the website but you need to register to do that and it's just not possible to do without a chinese phone chinese websites are very strict about how you access their website so you have to use mm -hmm. your phone number um for that well your chinese phone number there <laughs> yeah you can't you know you can't be an american yeah, on the website I, basically I, you, you can use yeah it, we were gonna we were going to try and put clips in uh, to this episode, but that's just not going to work out. Now, if we do the Keith Urban, John Mayer one, yeah. that one's kind of readily available. Yes. So yeah, Vimeo. We can, somebody uploaded it to Vimeo somewhere, and I think yeah. uh, 
I think uh, that I don't know how long it's been up there because that episode is more recent compared mm-hmm. to this one. It's more recent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even so, God, I hope it doesn't get taken down because that was like down <laughs> to the know. wire. That was like the I day know, literally man. last night. You were like, it's gone. <laughs> I, like, I know. No. Uh, so, um, so anyway, that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we jump into Crossroads, which is one of my favorite things to watch. Um, back then I, I had downloaded it anyway we'll get into it but let's read a couple emails here um, before we jump in from some of the listeners first email is from Brom Brom DeSmit he says hi Angel and Jeff just wanted to let you guys know I'm really enjoying the show I really got into John when I was 12 or 13 he says after born and raised but before Paradise Valley the first song I heard was Heart of Life and since then I've been discovering more about him and his music your podcast gives me even more info about John and his work, that, and I enjoy listening to your opinions a lot. It helps me get through this quarantine, and I wanted to thank you guys for that. Also, I don't know whether you checked this out yet, but Bob Saget recently released a podcast with John, and he said something interesting about his work in regards to the whole pandemic. He says, well, I was making another record, so I was going to the studio every day, having an absolute blast. I mean, I think I'm halfway through what I think is a really special record, like really special. He later says he's not working on it now because of several reasons, but this is a gr- this is great news. I just wanted to share it in case, you, in case you guys or your listeners hadn't heard it. Stay safe and keep going. Much love and appreciation from the Netherlands, Brom DeSmit. Um, did we talk about this on the last episode? Touched on it. We touched on it a little bit. Yeah. Because I haven't listened to it. I still haven't listened to it. I only saw like a Reddit thread yeah. about his comments on a new album um, from, from that from the Saget podcast. I don't know what it's called. Bob Bob's your... Bob's your uncle. That's the name. Of, it should have been the name of the. <laughs> it's a genius title, actually. But <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Bob. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Bob Saget. Bob Saget. He's not British, so it wouldn't man. have worked, I guess. So, but uh, I still didn't listen to that episode, <laughs> even though I'm sure it's a goldmine of a conversation. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess they're friends, right? Like yeah. they're friends in real life. So, which is very interesting to me. Did you ever see that Entourage episode with Bob Saget? Those ones with Bob Saget in them. Do you remember yeah, those? I, I, I think barely like recall two of them or something now, like that. But, uh, but yeah, um, I, I, I watched that entire series all the way through like yeah. twice back when it was very relevant. Yeah, he plays like an exaggerated version of himself on those movies on yeah, the shows. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's my kids love Fuller House, Full House, and Fuller House. So he's always on there, and I'm just like, man, you don't even know Bob Saget in real life. No, <laughs> dude maybe can go one day he will. If he, oh yeah, if he can if he needs to go to yeah. that place, he can go deranged. He can go blue. He had a <laughs> so, comic. Well, he had a stand-up hour like two years ago or something, or three years ago. I can't remember. It might have been on Netflix, if for all I remember. And, it might uh, have been, and it was so good. It was he's so freaking funny. Dude. Oh man, yeah, he's just really underrated. Yeah. He he definitely is, and how he got to play wholesome Danny Tanner is just amazing. Yeah, to me. and the but, guy in everybody's uh, uh, everybody's uh, living room on America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh in the yeah, 90s. that's right. I totally forgot he I was mean, on America's Funniest. Doing, Home yeah, videos. doing like the f- cute, funny voiceovers yeah. and stuff on animal videos. <laughs> like, yeah, he's so he's like potty not potty mouth between takes. It's um, so crazy. <laughs> well, man, whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah, but. So, so this is really cool. Yeah, we did touch on it and works. I mean, I'm, we haven't gotten really any other info about this. Um, he did talk a little bit about it on Current Mood, I think, uh, at one point that he had some music and it was either, he said, right, it was going to be either everybody's going to love it. Or mm-hmm. you're gonna, he said either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. Like there's not really going to be It does make it sound experimental. Yeah, so... Um, 
anyway, yeah, we're excited about it. So thanks for sharing that, Brom. And we will obviously we read your email and uh, mentioned it to fans maybe who hadn't heard that yet. But uh, he was working on another record already. And there is at least some semblance of an album in the works in some way. Now, obviously, COVID-19 put all that on hold for a lot of people and a lot of different things. But, um, you know, who, who knows? Who knows when he gets back in and maybe we'll see something in 2021. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm thinking that's probably, probably uh, accurate, maybe. So, oh, uh, he also says, "P.S. I'm the guy who gave you a little shout out on the Reddit thread in John Mayer, the Reddit oh, John Mayer appreciate that. Uh, subreddit." He says, "Hoping to get you guys more attention." Um, so, thank you very much for that. Yeah, I love that. Second email is from Kate Philpot. He says, "Hey, my stupid podcast guys. My name's Kate, and I thought I would share my John Mayer story and thoughts." Um, I found out about your podcast through other John Mayer fan accounts on Instagram. I did a 30-day challenge of John Mayer songs on Instagram, so it was great to go back through his songs and dig deep. I was born in 1985, so I wasn't an 80s kid, but I love 80s music. I have an older sister who's almost five years older than I am, so thanks to her and her taste in music, she helped develop mine. She was more of a tomboy growing up, so I listened to things like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, R.E.M., Oasis, Dave Matthews, all great bands. That's a great yes, heck yeah. time to be listening. That's a great just a uh, time of music. Mm-hmm. And she says, since I was that little sister that wanted to be doing what her big sister did, I would end up watching MTV videos with her and her friends still scarred by videos like black hole sun to this day. Uh, that is a weird video. Uh, she says, I really loved Dave Matthews band and gravitated more, more towards the mellower acoustic elements of that band than other heavier bands. She listened to, we grew up in a household that enjoyed music. My dad played piano and clarinet, loves to sing. He would burst out into song randomly throughout the day, singing whatever came to mind. He always had some type of music playing, big band, classical, jazz, 50s, 60s music, etc. That's so cool, isn't it? That. Like to have families that. like that. Uh, he says, so thanks to him, I have always enjoyed jazz music. I remember when I was a sophomore in high school, I was downloading music through Audio Galaxy. Ooh, I don't That's, even think I touched that one. I did not touch it, but I definitely knew about it. <laughs> I was like, Audio Galaxy? Man, I haven't thought about that in forever. I thought I knew all the... I yeah, thought same. I remembered all the things. I just keep like, talking Audio about Galaxy. Master Kazan LimeWire. I don't remember <laughs> yeah. Audio Galaxy she said, like, at all. <laughs> she said she was downloading it through Audio Galaxy since Napster shut down that summer of 2001. I had let my sister use my account. I log in after school one day and that fall, and I see a bunch of downloads from this artist named John Mayer. Who the H-E double hoppy hockey sticks is John Mayer? <laughs> she asks. Who logged into my account? Then she told me that she downloaded the music. I gave it a listen and I was hooked. And he eventually blew up on the radio. I listened to Room for Squares through my teens. Um, so much that I had to buy a new one. She had to buy a new CD. She listened to it so much. I don't think oh, wow. I've ever listened to a CD that much. Uh, uh, she said she- I might have. I can't remember the circumstances. Though. I can't remember which one it was like and how that happened but yeah that was definitely because i wore it out and i was like oh crap like it just scratched it or something i don't know wow that's crazy yeah well she says after college she moved to dallas so she's there in dallas jeff oh nice uh, to start my career as a nurse um and uh, she goes on to talk about battle studies and just you know becoming herself figuring out life all those things kind of at the same time of john which is kind of a cool thing to be you know yeah um to to kind of see those two resemblances um and, uh, 
yeah, so she continues, talks about Born and Raised, Paradise Valley, happy he was making music, but didn't appreciate those until the last couple years, which, again, that's such a, f- that's such a common thread. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, for a lot of other people, didn't appreciate those albums until much later, which is just so interesting. Um, she says, I love how he's evolved as a musician. Can't believe how talented he is, and we get to hear it live in person. Um, she got to go to the Crossroads Music Festival in Dallas, which is pretty cool. I'm jealous. Um, did you go to that? Did no. you go to that? So um, finally she ends here that she would love she would say she loves heavier things and it may be one of her top albums. Um, and uh, she talks about home life. And the line we talked about, she says she she references, I want to live in the center of a circle, I want to live on the side of the square. She says, I love geography. And I picked up that he's referencing a map and he's in the center of the circle, like the little GPS dot (laughs) on the maps. She said, but I always thought the side of the square was like a room in a house or a building. Like that room is on the side of a square thinking of like in a blueprint. Hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, I could see that too. It's just, you know, some, I thought it just meant neighborhood lyrics here. I I really, I really just thought it meant neighborhood like a, a, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yes, GPS, but you know, know. um, yeah. um, Um, a side, a side of a square, side like, of a square like a house, literally just a house on a map. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, why are words elude? Just evading my mouth today. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay, man. <clears throat> they they do me too. That's all right. <laughs> uh, I'm only talking so much because I actually have the emails. Yes. <laughs> she says love only heart, and she talks about only heart. Um, she apologizes for the long email, but it's. I mean, we love reading it. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Kate. And she says she'll be emailing and sharing her thoughts. Um, she appreciates the time and research we put in here, and she can't wait to hear more. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, um, awesome. I Kate. appreciate the email. Um, yeah, it's uh, we love hearing st- from a fellow Dallas stories. site. Dallas, I don't know what we call ourselves. Dallas, Dallasinian. Yeah, Dallas site sounds like Parasite <laughs> a little bit. It's, I don't, so I'm not a huge fan of you, that. Did, Jeff, do you have older siblings? Yes, only older you siblings. Do? Siblings, yeah, two. Um, so uh, I don't know if you're if like her, but I you know I responded and. It's a very similar story to me. My sister's five and a half, uh, six years older than me. And she is one of the reasons that I listen to the music I listen to. Yeah. My um, older brother's and, reason uh, I listen to the music I listen to. But he didn't he just, didn't lap uh, he didn't grasp onto the things like um Right. That like kinda that I did. Um mm-hmm. I, I leaned on the singer songwriter thing trend of the two uh, thousands or early two thousands right. very heavily as I was learning guitar. And he just stuck with kind of like Dave Matthews, like that was. You know, yeah. so that's the furthest he got, and that's that's cool. Dave Matthews is great. Yeah. I like I like him and his band. So, mm-hmm. hey. <laughs> well, it's like, and even talking about Kate's dad, like listening to music, like music is always on, and I try and mm-hmm. do that for my kids too. It's like I always try and just kind of have music on sometimes, or we'll just throw YouTube playlists on the TV and have it going through, or you know, I have a record playing or something like that, and. We used to do you know, uh, at dinner at family dinner every night. We used to do. Uh, my dad would have the radio on. And, really? Uh, yeah, and, and we would do like guess the song on like a classic rock radio station. Would do double blocks of certain yeah. bands, and he'd be like guess the band or guess the song or whatever. Almost That's always we cool. could guess it because it was most of the time it was the same band in rotation because it's still a radio station. Yeah, it's, cla- so. yeah, it's classic rock, <laughs> yeah. and they have like you know. 150 songs that they go through you yeah. know, and like we'd always mock him like, at the time like these songs are all 12 minutes long what's going on <laughs> 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 that's awesome which depending that's on the band awesome. is true it's, if yeah, it's progressive true. especially yes <laughs> 
but it's just like you know so many of us owe our siblings our parents like yeah. so much for getting us into music you yeah. know like for uh my sister i remember stealing live throwing copper from my sister for my older sister the cd uh throwing copper the cd the album throwing copper the band's live mm-hmm. lightning crashes was on that album um and i it's just a you know not yeah and i remember stealing that from her and i remember stealing her no doubt tragic kingdom cd mm-hmm. um i remember getting a vhs tape that she had um recorded like on M- it was like a top 10 mtv videos or something and it was like from the mid like early to midnight no it had to be early 90s and i'm just putting that in and like watching that and watching these videos and this was like much later in life and you know take it <laughs> taking snoop dog doggy style from her you know like stealing (laughs) stealing that cd from her and like putting it in and kind of like oh i shouldn't be listening to this you know what i mean like kind of you know um we just thank you to all of the older siblings thank you to the dads and moms who were like hey listen to this and just played music with us around yeah and got us in you know i just it got me thinking about that like we owe a debt of gratitude to a lot of these people um, mm-hmm, in our lives sure. that, that got us into music. So anyway, um, next email, Jenna Ebert says, Hey guys, I could legit listen to the intro track on repeat. repeat. She says, I love it. I just finished episode two about Room for Squares. Um, and uh, she says she would stop and listen to the song before we got we talked about it. So that was fresh in her head. She says, this is my favorite road trip album. When the fun beats of Why Georgia and Neon, it's just an album you can roll the windows down, take in on a long, long drive. I love it. Let me tell you the absolute shock I had when y'all said that Love Song for No One was your least favorite song of the album. I didn't say that. For the <laughs> record. You didn't say didn't that. Say that. <laughs> and then went on to say that it was like Vertical Horizon. You did say that. <laughs> I might have said that a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> She says, I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I definitely don't agree, which leads me to raking the songs on Room for Squares from favorite to least. I just mean the full, ranking. sorry, I just, I don't mean to cut you off from reading. I just mean the full band no, version of the song. When it's acoustic, oh, yes. it doesn't sound anything like Vertical Horizon, but full band, <laughs> kind of, I don't know, just kind of resembles the, and the way the drums are hitting, it just resembles the he's everything you want type thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. Hey, man, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I disagree with Jenna. Um, <laughs> Good. And, let's, uh, let's continue. So she says, her email. Please continue. Yeah, that's right. She <laughs> says, uh, which leads me to ranking the songs on Room for Squares from favorite to least. Number one, three by five. That is correct. That is it. <laughs> there are no correct rankings, but that is that, that is, is correct. correct. <laughs> uh, she continues. Why Georgia? Neon. Eighty three. No such thing. St. Patrick's Day. My stupid mouth. City love. Love song for no one. Great indoors, back to you. Your body is a wonderland, and not myself. Ooh. So, so um, back to you is one of my favorites on the album, and that's mm. number eleven for her. Not myself uh, being last so. hurts a little bit. That's kind of that's a that's a gem of. But a song. I mean, if you had to rank them, if you had to rank them, it would be a lower. It would be lower, last. Yeah, it would be lower for me. Yeah. It I, it may be the last one for me. I I, I might take that as not myself mm. as being the lowest one on, the, be, on this ranking. Mm probably be the last one for me is wonderland well wonderland's number 12 for her so yeah i know but um she says she doesn't know if it's even right (laughs) so she's like (laughs) that was hard i don't even know if that's really right the top three are for sure though which is uh three by five white georgia and neon i can i can respect that. yeah i respect that too so she said anyway uh on to heavier things can't wait to hear what y'all say about this one 
And then that's it. That's all she she ends with. She doesn't even sign a, a, a salutation. At the end. <laughs> um, she's just like, love song for no one. You guys are out of my... <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> uh, <our laughs> Although she did say she was going to listen. So thank you so much. I appreciate we, you know, it. We say, these, we say these things in jest, Jenna. We love yeah. you. We thank you for listening and thank you for your email. We do really Yeah, anytime it. I... Fe- I, it sounds like I'm going harsh on an opinion. It, I'm... Honestly, I am for real 100% yeah. joking. Yeah, we're yeah, anytime you think we're making fun, it's like we're totally joking. Yeah. Like it's not we appreciate everyone's opinion. Yeah, imagine I feeling just, that. I I just can't imagine I, I always and I mock people that I, I'm mocking people that feel that way for real when when they argue something that's just completely <laughs> subjective. It's just ridiculous to take that stuff seriously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Second to last email. Patrick Vulaj says, hey, guys, my name is Patrick. I'm from Detroit. I found your podcast the other day. I've been working my way through it. Apologies if some of my thoughts are late. First off, thank you for this pod. Let's I want to pause here for a second. I guessed it on a podcast this past week uh, mm-hmm. that somebody was listening to and they asked me to, to do it. And I'll, it's not out yet, so I'll talk about it next week. But they called it a pod. I almost meant to ask them. They're like, oh, we listened to your pod. Would you guest on our pod? Is that like a thing? I've never heard that, but they kept calling it that. I've and ju- now I've he just heard. It. I don't call it that personally. I always say podcast or show. Yeah, that's that's it. I guess that's it. It's just so interesting because podcast comes from the iPod, right? Mm-hmm. That's where it originally comes from. It was a, it was invented by Apple, really, right? When the when the iPod came out, there were podcasts that you could do, and that was the only platform that they're really on like you podcast podcast really is like kleenex like kleenex is the brand but yeah. we call all tissue paper kleenex right yeah podcast was an apple term come from the ipod um and it's just so funny to me that people call it now like a pod how that came from the iPod that has nothing to do with like a show. Anyway, it's just so interesting to me how yeah. that term came around. But anyway, he's uh, he continues. He says, I've been enjoying it. After each album breakdown, I've gone back and listened to the album as well as the live version of it available on Spotify. It's been a lot of fun to do uh, finally for the first time. Hear John Mayer nerds like myself break down his songs. It makes me feel like I'm there having the conversation with you guys. Well, you are technically now. We are having a conversation through email yeah. on the show counts he says from from episode three when discussing split screen sadness he says says here in the water you must be gone by now i've taken that to mean that the water is still meaning you must be long gone there are no ripples he can't see her the water after she got in her proverbial boat has since settled that's my thought on for on that for what it's worth pat v Hmm. that's a good interpretation i can see that i always did wonder about that line i kind of i didn't know if it was like I don't know. I almost imagine him like looking at it like a crystal ball or something. Yeah. <laughs> like says here in the water, like must be gone tea by leaves now. or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we're more like kind of like that psychic yeah. idea, right? Of like yeah. where you could see somebody's telling you something. You're trying to decipher something from some, but that could make sense too. So I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. Um, that there are no ripples. Okay. So final email here is from Shuvam Rizel. And he says, Hey, Angelo and Jeff, I just stumbled upon this hilarious moment and thought of you guys. Oh, boy. Check out this video linked around timestamp 202. You're going to love this. So for we're going to play the video, and then we'll talk about it. 
And uh, for those of you who have listened to the show, we listened to our heavier things um, uh, episode. You're going to know what this is. So mm-hmm. we're going to listen here. Well, sometimes even when a song is finished and I think some of the lyrics are copped out, I can't play it. You know, I just don't want to do it. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't even like when one lyric is out of place. Like, I have songs that I had to finish and I didn't dig the lyrics and I've really... Every time I sing them, I go, does anyone but me notice that this lyric makes no sense right here? There's a, there's a line in Clarity in the bridge, and it's, uh, so much wasted in the afternoon, so much sacred in the month of June, how about you? What the f*** at me? That doesn't mean anything. And every time I sing that, I go, this is a miserable feeling to know that I put a word down, I put a line down in a song. It's just, it just makes no sense. Uh, all right, so uh, we will we will definitely have a little bleep there <laughs> for for that. But um, it, it's worth it's worth the bleep though. That's definitely uh, what hilarious. we were asking ourselves when we were yeah. trying to assess those lyrics. So this is from a my is it a my stupid um, no no it's an MS, uh, MSM interview. Yeah yeah my stupid mouth yeah the, yeah. Uh, the forum uh, yeah yeah the yeah, forum Richard, the forum Richard interview. Young okay. is the I think the admin there. I think he still is. And he so, would occasionally um, do. They were at one point like once a year or something, but uh, that might have been the last interview that they did. Yeah. And so he like does a, this interview, and they're talking about lyrics or whatever. And yeah. so, <laughs> so whenever we were talking about our heavier things podcast, that line we're kind of, and I think you, Jeff, said like you had heard that it didn't really make sense mm-hmm. somewhere. Like you had read that. I, he yeah. Had said that. I, I didn't know what the source and, uh, was though. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember. Um, and uh, we all talked about like, oh, what could it mean? And you know, it doesn't mean anything. He just wrote it down because it rhymed, and uh, he had to finish. He rhymed the song and he needed and a bridge. Like, yeah, that's right. He's like, what is that? Like, does anybody else feel? Yeah, we feel it, John. We all felt it. So um, thank you. He says he says thanks for all you do. Love the show. Love the village sessions. Deep dive. Hadn't heard that record in forever, so I had an amazing time rediscovering those recordings and hearing about your thoughts on them. Uh, Shuvam. So. Thanks, Shuvam, for the email, and um, thank you, everyone, for emailing. Yeah, really uh, we appreciate are, it. We are starting to get a lot of emails, so we're going to start having to kind of um, filter through them a little bit and you know, uh, read the ones. We're just going to have to pick and choose some of the ones. So if we don't pick your email, I'm really sorry. We just, you know, we don't have hours and hours to read all of the emails, but uh, we do try and pick through some of them and make sure that uh, some of them get read. So thank you again for emailing the show. Uh, again, you if you want to email the show, possibly get read on the show, my stupid podcast show at gmail.com and we will uh, we do read all of them. I do try and respond to all of them and we do appreciate it. So um, on to crossroads. Not the song. Brad the CMT not the show. Song, crossroads. Yeah. And not the music festival. Yes. There's too many crossroads, <laughs> man. What is there, going on? There are. There's so many crossroads of crossroads. In John yeah. Mayer's life, there's so many times crossroads come to crossroads in in the life of John Mayer, and this is just one of them. Uh, but so, did you watch this live, Jeff? Yeah, well, I'm probably on a tape delay, but uh, um, yeah, I, I like. I like, I like it. that you use the term tape delay, by the way. Yeah, because you know I used VCR to record it. <laughs> um, this was back in those days, I guess. Yeah, uh, set even, a time. You set your timer to we because we weren't a Tebow time. family. Um, we never had one. Um, oh, I never had until a I left the house. You know, like by the time I was gone, I think we just started using a DVR slash TiVo. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was using VCR, man. I was recording this one, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely watched it. I don't think I watched it live because I hate I hated commercials at that age. I still do. Yeah, I pay I'll pay extra extra for ad free. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I definitely watched it. You know, as as close to airing as I could. I I don't think I watched it air. I think maybe I don't remember how I heard about it. I remember downloading it um, from like Score One More for Me or something like that. Like I had it downloaded and yeah. I watched it a lot. I miss that website. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. Where is he now? Like, we need that now. I know. So that we can do the podcast. <laughs> hey, we need you to resurrect an entire website and gigabytes and gigabytes of yeah. data. Well, store J- on uh, your server for free. Not, I probably need to hit that it. person up that, uh, that hosts it. But <laughs> jmfan.com consolidated everything that was on Score One More for me, put it in a torrent, and along with some other stuff that they found. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's like 160 something gigabytes. And, oh my uh, gosh! I, or something around there. It's like 100 plus yeah. gigabytes, uh, yeah. but that torrent isn't like live. Like you can't really, you can't find it. Like you couldn't you, search it. it you can you it. can get it in your queue, but it's not gonna download anything because nobody. Oh, because nobody's sharing. Yeah, it. nobody's yeah. really sharing it. So, um, I I I think that's where I downloaded it from. I downloaded it from somewhere. I was probably watching it on QuickTime or Real Player or something like that on my parents' computer. Sounds right. Yeah. Um and. Uh, um, and that's when I watched it. And I watched it many times, and I actually had a, a CD of like audio versions of that song somewhere, also like that I downloaded from I don't know from what. But um, this is such a cool, cool just concept in general. Um, CMT Crossroads premiered on J- January thirteenth, two thousand two. So this was uh, early in their run, then that they did this, this was episode. early in their run. They're still doing it. On occasion, yeah. was on one. Much like VH1, on uh, one. Yeah. VH1 has their storytellers, and they do it on occasion. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just like that. Like, it's yeah. never going they, away. Yeah, they do it, like, maybe like maybe two or three times a year or something mm-hmm. at the most. They'll, yeah, they'll I saw that Halsey did out. one with Kelsey ba- Ballerini. I don't listen to her. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've been meaning I to, I but I don't listen. Halsey's great. Uh, I love her yeah. music. But, um, but there's a lot of cool. Um, I went through the list of like who's done stuff. Dude, there's a lot of cool stuff there. I need to so go many search cool some collaborations of that out. on these. Um, yeah, Marin yeah, Morris sure, and Alicia man. Keys, man. I would. Oh man, I'd kill to watch that one. Those two would boys be to fire men together. with um, Brett Young. Who was it? Brett Young is the most recent one from last year. Yeah, Boys to Men was on there with someone. I forgot who it was. Yeah, because they've done. Um, people have done. It. John Mayer did it yeah. twice. So people yeah. have done it twice. So. Um, yeah, super, super cool concept. Uh, if yeah. you get a chance out there, you know, go go s- scrub their Wikipedia page and you'll see and maybe search some of their stuff. If you have a favorite artist, maybe they've done it that you don't even and I realize. Wouldn't, that and I wouldn't it. even say that it's country and a pop artist. It's normally country and a non-pop or non-country artist. Non-country artist. Yeah, yeah. that's all it is. It can be rock and it can be pop. It can be somebody yeah, it, like... R&B. Yeah, it can be, exactly. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of cool stuff out there, but... Um, John and John Mayer and Brad Paisley did it. Their their episode premiered May fourteenth, two thousand four, and I just I'm interested in this because um, when you to- look at the track listing mm-hmm. on Wikipedia, there are two tracks that are not on the actual yeah, show. And me neither is not listed there. Which Brad did right. play. They didn't list the ones that Brad and John played snippets of during yeah. the acoustic yeah. interview set. They didn't put my stupid mouth on here. Yeah, but they have Why Georgia. Uh huh. Two people fell in love, uh, and that's yeah, love. I, I, we didn't hear any of those. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Now, is that's love a typo from old love? 
That's a good. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. No, if it, that's if a Brad Paisley song from, Brad from Paisley the same song. album with Celebrity on okay. it. Okay. Well, maybe you know, it's very possible that they played more songs that were actually recorded. Yeah, you know, cut, that's, yeah. That's because at the end, at the end credits, there's actually a little thing of him, like of John doing some funny lyrics to Why Georgia, which he's so done. Maybe, I, I wrote down too. He's done that. <laughs> he did that during the Any Given Thursday morning after. Uh, oh, interview. he did. Oh, yeah, so it's he like was a, like so, it's a thing. Yeah, so he was like, saying, sometimes I just sing what I'm doing, and he's like, I am watching CNN and showing something yeah. for the second time. Yeah. No, it's TBS, yeah. and I'm watching. Yeah. It's like a movie. He references a movie. Yeah. He's like, for the second time today. Time today, yeah, and he, that's awesome. It's, it's just funny that he's like, these are bits that I do. <laughs> so I don't know where those songs are. I'd love to be able to hear those songs, but it's yeah. much like, remember when we did the sing, the the Room for Square single, and there was that track on the no such thing um oh this was it oh really remember there was a wide georgia on the cd single that was like a brad paisley thing oh yeah oh my gosh this is literally just coming to me right now (laughs) two worlds colliding this is amazing i want this has to be it where is it where is this recording Huh. This is what they were talking. This ha- well, no, because this would have been out way after that. Scratch that. This would have been out way after. So, why is that listed on the on the No Such Thing single or the Why Georgia single, or maybe not? Maybe the single came out later. Ah, okay. We're gonna yeah, have to do know, a deep man. dive into that. But either way, Why Georgia is listed here. That's not. That's obviously not on there. Um, two people fell in love. That's not on there, and that's yeah. love. That's not on there. Yeah, but it's really so, weird that they they're wearing the same outfits, right? They rec- clearly recorded the acoustic stuff the same day. Yeah, yeah. Because why would old love be totally missing? That's really odd. I mean, it is anyway. Wikipedia, though. It can't be completely reliable, right. especially when you have nothing to verify it against. With this being so hard. Oh to yeah, find. Uh, exactly, exactly. So, well, anyway, so put this in perspective. Heavier things is just out. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so is uh, whatever the album is that has a celebrity on it that just came out for Brad Paisley as well. I don't listen to him. My exposure to mm-hmm. him was through this. I don't really listen to Me country too. at all, honestly. Me too. Um, but yeah, this uh, this came I'm out in 2003 in July, so this was still kind of spinning its wheels as well. Yeah, and um, c- premieres heavier things is out. I'm sure they're both promoting. You know, they're part of this is hey, we could promote our new albums here. Yeah, obviously, and um, and let's just cut. Let's let's get into kind of the the whole show, and mm-hmm. it starts out with this cool opening scene. Oh, it's just such a heartwarming opening scene, isn't dude. it? Yeah, where, where, where John's so, in, John's admiring his guitar and how powerful yes. it sounds, and he Brad brings out an identical one, and he's like, "It's yours. We yeah. we got it for you." And John's like, "No way, dude! I can't. Are you serious? Like, it's just." It's so sweet, guys. It's such a good start to the show. And then John's playing it in the opening song. It's so cool. That's right, yeah. So it's like Brad has his kind of signature telly. Yeah. With the signature kind of like... um, Because he has another one that's similar pattern but different color, right? Mm. And then he gives gives John the Strat version of the pattern. Which is so... so That's such a... I love that, man. Brad Brad Paisley seems... 
it's like they know each other as guitarists and already yeah. admire each other before they did this uh, show, which is cool because if if you have two people come together and they're just going to butt heads the entire time, what, it's going to make a horrible oh, yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. butt heads, and, but you know, just lack chemistry. It, yeah, though I thought that was such a. I'm glad they got that on yeah. on tape because um, it's such a cool moment. And you, Brad Paisley just seems very genuine. Like he some seems Agreed. just like a. A good, good guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, both really young here. And uh, Oh, yeah. Um, and Telly's, you know, I, I like I like a Telly. I like to play a Telecaster sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're pretty versatile. I mean, they're, it's, it's good they're for a country a certain, guitar. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say it's good for certain genres. Like Americana yeah. and country really benefit from those mm-hmm. sounds. But mm-hmm. I just, I, I'm a sucker for that Strat sound, dude. And that's the type of music yeah. I want to play is on Strat's. Yeah, the type of music that I'm typically used to playing, I could play on a telly, and uh, that's probably what I would get if mm-hmm. I, I don't own an electric guitar. But that's probably what I would get. Oh, I have all my uh, um, all my dream guitars. I'm done. I'm done buying guitars now. <laughs> I really I got a Martin acoustic and a Strat, so I'm good. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's it. No more. I'm good. Um, <laughs> so then they jump in, and it starts with um, Brad Paisley's song "Celebrity." What do you think of this song? Oh, song's, yeah. song's good. I mean, you know, um, it's again, it's just not my genre. I think early John's yeah. voice doesn't really fit well on other songs. I think he's not. I agree. He, uh, and, and this is kind of true for the rest of the show, really. But it's it's nothing to do with his range. It's just he hasn't really found his voice completely yet this early. Yeah. Which, and he's still you know, doing faces occasionally, too, at this point. Um, to give him credit, he doesn't try and change what he's doing. So... No. He doesn't try and change his voice to match the song. He's like, I'm just going to sing, sing the way I sing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how sometimes like if you're covering a song, you can tend to like try and sound like the, the person you're you're covering. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you get it in, took a while to get out of doing that when I. Yeah. And I just do, do your own voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like if you're singing like Wonderwall, you're st- sounding British and stuff like that. Today, you know what I mean? Like you're like, yeah. today, why do I say I don't sound like that when I sing? <laughs> Yeah, so um, I do appreciate it, but I 100% agree. Um, Brad's voice is so smooth, though. Oh my yeah, it's gosh, so, it's so buttery smooth on his, on his genre for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and one even thing even that, with John's songs, I'm like, dang. Yes, no. He makes I, let these me tell songs you, sound good, dude. Like, I mean, they were already good, obviously. <laughs> of course, I love John's music, but I was just very surprised. Like. Uh, when he did the bigger than my body, that's a rock song. That's a straight up yeah. rock song. And him in the choruses, dude. I'm like, this dude's voice. Dude, is just when he, when he, yeah, we'll get to that. Mark. But when he hits the falsettos and stuff, yeah, I oh, wrote that down. Dude. Yeah, dude, I was like, uh, anyway. So <laughs> let me let me just say, and I don't know how much older Brad is than John. I feel like he's older here. I should probably should have looked that up. Yeah, I think John's still in the quote unquote kid phase of his uh, yeah. career, or he's like tw- mid early twenties or something. <laughs> yeah. But Brad seems to me like he's kind of past that phase yeah and is a very i mean he's already very yes um, he is uh comfortable five five years older he's five years older i just double checked okay so he's very comfortable and very um confident yeah in just what he does and it shows throughout this whole show Mm -hmm. i don't it's not like i'm saying oh he's better than john but mm-hmm. I think at this point he's a more confident performer and not almost not trying to like, yeah. I feel like John was really trying to show P- 
people what he could do at this point. Yeah, yeah, Naturally. absolutely, Na- absolutely. That's, that's where he was in his music. That's where yeah. he was. Brad does not seem that way. No, he just seems like he's just. It, yeah, and he seems he, everything he does seems effortless in this well, whole th- episode. There was a point later on where they asked them why they got into music so young, and John mentions that uh, it's that that I it's kind of like. In so many words, he, he doesn't say this exactly, but he says it's like that chasing feeling where you're always kind of like, yeah. you're in a moment that you don't know what's going to happen yeah. and you're trying to figure out what's going to happen next. And I don't feel like John would say that now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel oh, yeah. like no, for sure. You can tell on stage when he during this that, yeah, he's kind of figuring it out still, mm-hmm. and but he's still, mm-hmm. you know, showy and stuff. Whereas Brad, being a little only even three years or whatever ahead of John yeah. in his career, yeah. he's like, yeah, man, I know where to solo. I know. He just knew. I don't know. He just felt very. He had good. He had good instincts. Like uh, he, he did. He he, he does. He does guitar licks in this song and other songs. Like it's nothing. Like yeah. he's just like. It looks like he's just like relaxing and he's playing all this. In, I mean, these country guitar licks, right? That are they're kind of hard. You know. I mean, yeah, it's not easy what he's different. doing. He's good at rock too. Like I, I would highly yeah. recommend everybody go watch. Uh, the Game of Thrones cover with him, Tom Morello, dude from Anthrax. I can never remember his name. Scott Ian? Sure. Is he bald? With the goatee? Yeah. Yeah, the, that's, yeah that's Scott Ian. That's definitely him. Uh, Ramin Javadi, who did the score for Game of Thrones and one of the writers mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones. And then there's somebody else I'm missing. It wasn't Slash, though. I don't think it was somebody huge. But uh, they did. It was just elect- all electric version of dun, 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 <laughs> of the theme of Game of Thrones. And it's when you think about it, it's kind of funny. What's Brad Paisley doing yeah. in there? He shreds, yeah. dude. He's so freaking good. He sh- when well, they get he, to his solo, he's like, wait, 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 wait. and I'm like, what? he was doing a little shredding during this thing. Every he once was, in a while, yeah. he'd, he'd be he'd be he'd do some meatlies, you know. Yeah. The, so he knows I, some of those. Just, his instincts are just on freaking point, dude. As yeah, a guitarist, yeah. like he knows he's, where John, like, and come back to bed or something like that. He knows not to be. So does John too. It's a blues instinct. Yeah. You know yeah. not to be showy during a slow blues blues song. You're not yeah. supposed to be like. But during Game of Thrones metal <laughs> version, yeah, dude, go off. And he does. That's awesome. <laughs> I love so Brad cool. Paisley and Scott Ian of Anthrax together. Yeah. That's that's amazing. I didn't need to go check that out. So um, this yeah. is you know this this song is tongue in cheek, right? It's it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, you know it it reminds me of early John of kind of tongue in cheek clever mm-hmm. but it is still a very countryish feeling song like just the yeah. the the content is still kind of country you know it yeah it that, is that song, and the guitar so. tone is yeah. like dialed up yeah. to 11 with everything being so bright yeah. yeah the twang it's the twang yeah 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 although i do like that lick i kind of like that lick um i like writing country licks when they come to me every now and then they do come to me i just don't pursue them a whole lot because it's not the genre i'm comfortable with and uh at the end of this i don't know if you noticed that john kind of misses the sting at the end did you know that when he's like he's like still soloing And then he and then he hits the last bring and then the yeah. band comes in after that and then he yeah. he, he recovers. And then he's really like, oh, well. okay, just keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the thing with bit... polished. I mean, there's still even though John's early in his career, there's still polished musicians who have been doing this for a very long time. The music oh yeah, thing. all of those musicians behind them yeah. that are playing, especially you talk about country backing band musicians. Mm-hmm. Those fools don't play. Yeah, 
they know what they're doing. Like they yeah. are some of the best musicians in the world. Session sure. players, backing players. They may not be the good songwriters, but they're some of the best players in the world. Yeah, those That's why those Aaron people. Sterling, are. who plays famously for John Mayer fans, played drums mm-hmm. on his his uh, Born and Raised stuff and beyond. Uh huh. He plays on everything. <laughs> he is like yeah. the one of the most in demand drummers. Yeah. He plays with like Taylor Swift. He plays everybody. He plays yeah. with because those session musicians they don't mess around, dude. And Sterling went on nope. tour with them too. If you if you went to the last tour. You saw Sterling there. It was him. Okay. Yeah. Well, we move on to kind of like a little interlude. And I don't know if you remember the, the rainbow hoodie. I do. I do remember that. I remember. I wanted that that so bad. I I saw it. I was like, Oh my gosh. I I almost Googled it. I almost like, was like, why does this feel familiar? Is it his merch? Yeah. I think it was his merch. I think it says John Mayer under the rainbow. I'm fairly certain. Um, yeah, it's definitely his, but his merch and I wanted, I wanted it. Uh, so bad. I remember that. I think it was during the Heavier Things tour. It was just like eighty bucks, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I didn't have eighty dollars. Oh no, I never have money point. for merch when I go to a show. I'm like, dude, the beer's already twenty bucks. What do you want <laughs> me to do? You want to spend sixty dollars on a t-shirt, like I'll a screen Amazon printed t-shirt? It, <laughs> so um, his merch is really expensive. I guess all merch is expensive, uh, but technically, yeah, because it goes. Yeah. That's that's what the that's what pays that's the bills more. Yeah. Yeah, than yeah. making an album you know their merch yeah. is like you pocket the merch man um yeah this part was funny uh mm-hmm. where he they're talking about the body the bodies uh, yeah i have a lot of bodies <laughs> in my songs yeah yeah he's like that's where i hide the bodies <laughs> that where do you hide the bodies that's where i hide the bodies uh um, yeah that was cool that uh also that uh that brad was the one that chose it for the show. Yeah, he was like, "What about bigger than my body?" Okay, and he's yeah, like, "Yeah, sure. I really like that song." I'm like, "Oh, really? Oh, okay, cool." Like, it's just cool that John's like flat, like you know, he's flattered all over the place because Brad's been doing it just for a yeah. few more years than him. And uh, yeah, I just love the camaraderie during this entire show. Me too, man. It's so cool. And even if um, they jo- answer questions totally different, which we'll get oh, to. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very typical, but um, mm-hmm. John plays this strat for almost the rest of the time. This pink. Is that his signature strat? Oh, I don't know. That kind of That's pink, a good question. He, I, I don't remember if that is because I didn't see the racing stripes on it, but it may mm-hmm. have been his signature strat. But it was like this pink kind of sparkle um, strat that he almost plays. I think he plays the whole rest of the time. Huh. Um, yeah, I know he didn't but, switch out since then. Uh, yeah. Unless they do an acoustic <clears throat> track. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Then, I'm having trouble um, finding it. He um he's rocking the SRV music note guitar strap at that point, which is yes. uh yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that. I was like, Oh yeah, he, he used to he used to wear that one. I remember that. Yeah. Um and uh this this This, this is Mayor's backing well. band too. This is uh Michael Chavez, JJ Johnson, Dela, and whoever's on right. keys, apologies if you're listening and I'm disrespecting you by not remembering your yeah, remembering your I didn't name. See who it was. But it was um, too but, dark and the quality's not great, so so I'm imagining probably the way it actually went is they played all of Brad's songs in one set and then played all of John's songs in one set and obviously right. they edited it together at the at the they're not switching bands back yeah. and forth and then after the fact um, they probably did the acoustic thing I would imagine mm-hmm. yeah so um, man I just wrote Brad knows his way around a guitar he does man clearly he's and, not playing the same thing because John has this crazy effect that we've already talked about before with bigger than my body um and he's not playing the same chords john's playing but you know when he's playing Mm -hmm. and he's just nailing the rhythm part of it dude he's just he is 
He's just, he just so, he's good, so good. He's so good. He's so good. And let me tell you, uh, I put, okay, I love this song again. It really rocks. Yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. I was like, really oh, does. man. I was like, this song is so Not that I didn't love it in the past, but yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, this song is good. And yeah. he, as you mentioned, I mean, his vocals, Brad's vocals during this <laughs> song. It's like, <laughs> it's right. It's like his Wait, voice hold is on, real hold life auto tune. Guys, you did not know this. Brad Paisley just walked in the yeah. door. So he- <laughs> Someday I'll be here. Oh man, he's right here, Brad Paisley. Brad, welcome. So glad you could grace hey, us with your. Hey man, I just you know. I just, um, I, just like, so I don't know why I make him sound like that. That's not clearly but that my is, no, that's, failing. That's how I would do it. That is exactly how I would do it, and I would not do it. I will not do it. But that is how I would sound when I was doing it. That's what I said when I tried to do a country voice. <laughs> yeah. But um, you do that kind of throaty, to, that throaty, yeah. nasally. I'm discriminatory on country artists. I just that's just every one of them. Every male um, country artist they talk yeah. like that to me. They don't, yeah. but they do. To me. <laughs> but uh, he he does it so good, man. And he yeah. um, oh, dude, he does this harmony too with where he sees John solo. He remembers like, oh, this is a solo where it's just mm-hmm. a sim- It's not a showy solo at all. It's mel- yeah. it's a melodic driven solo, melody driven solo. And Brad starts harmonizing with it on the guitar, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool. That's a nice touch." Because you yes. know these dudes did like a fifteen-minute dress rehearsal or something. Probably, oh, that's it. Yeah, that because they don't need they yeah. don't need they don't need to do the things yeah. that people like me have to do, where it's like everyday practicing or whatever. <laughs> I know because they're well, touring. Know, Why? That's your practice. <laughs> Why would you rehearse? Um, so again, I, I loved I loved every um, yeah every song here. Uh, I want to say that this might have been my, uh, I was going to say my favorite John Mayer song mm-hmm. of the set. It Probably not, but it's close. Um, it's good, man. This this song I is was, just like. I was, uh, I didn't even think to uh, develop an opinion on that, but. Um, yeah. No, well, he this does. Isn't, this isn't my yeah. favorite one just because. The there's some of, other good ones. Yeah, there's yeah. some other good ones, really good ones. And that old love cover is killer. Really good cover. Um, yes, yes, it sure is. Okay, so uh, anything else on Bigger Than My Body? Uh, Brad did. I noticed that Brad did most of the vocals, and I found that to be kind of, um, I don't know, maybe they did that as a choice because it's a country music channel show, CMT. It's mm-hmm. literally what it stands for. And uh, it was country music channel. Ter- ter- <laughs> I don't know what the T stands for. Yeah. <laughs> country music television. 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 <laughs> Turner. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's embarrassing uh but i was wondering if maybe like that's like to tell audience no it's a safe space this is like we're catering music to country uh fans please come join us and then later john's able to sing most of his stuff maybe that's why they put it at the maybe yeah i don't know um i i thought it was super cool to just see john playing guitar and kind of like getting into yeah he's just feeling it and admiring like brad's abilities yeah I love that dude. Musicians that yeah. just respect the, the heck out of each other on stage mm-hmm. in real time. So, so after bigger than my body, they have a little banter back and forth oh, about yeah. a water water bottle Drinking and water like a rock you know, star. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He is like he knows he's a rock star. And, uh, you know, that's pretty funny because he's he's right. He does know he's a rock star. <laughs> he does at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he knows. And then and then we have the Brad and John interviews. Why do the they? Why do they play? This is the first interview section, yeah. which they intersperse yes. through the rest of it. 
kind of like they do with like uh, I think the H1 Storytellers does this too but I think every episode mm-hmm. they do this uh, I don't know if they still do it now with like Halsey and Kelsey I, I assume they do I, I, I imagine yeah. that that's probably a you know yeah but, but uh, ask, it's just funny that they ask that and it's very clear that Brad is one type of personality and John is another because yeah. they were like why did you start playing so young and Brad was just like applause that's it end that's of it. answer and John's yeah. like mm, well, this eloquent answer I'm going <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing. It was so funny. I put, I put Brad versus John in interviews. He just talks and talks, talks and, and talks. talks. Yeah, and um, and he even kind of. I mean, I love made... we love what he has to say. It's just oh, funny. We love the, it. The dynamic, yeah. how different it is. It's just funny. <laughs> different walks. Of and life. then, yeah, and then you know they talk about. Uh, is this where the, he talks about playing with um, a band? Or is that the next? Yes, one? yeah, and I love that bit too because he says, well, "Well, when you're solo acoustic, you don't have to worry about giving bandmates the head nod cues." Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, "God, yeah. that is so true. It's just you up there. You're not even when you're looping your own stuff on stage. That's you, yeah, stressing about you remembering your own cues." Mm-hmm. But you know what, Brad? It's funny because kind of Brad's just like, "Oh, my guys don't pay attention anyway." But no, I think they it's don't actually, have to. I think it's I think it's the op. I was gonna say I think it's the opposite, and if you not to i don't know how to say this i don't want to diminish any of the of john's backing band mm-hmm. they're amazing i love them all i love i love those those guys especially this band yeah yes but there's probably a reason why he elevate he elevated in who his backing band is mm-hmm. if that makes sense because maybe he is feeling that a little bit of just like he has to tend to the band more on stage he doesn't do that anymore. Those guys no, who are playing uh, with them these days. Sometimes they, I mean, sometimes they do, but it's more like. He'll give like, cues. Yeah, but, but it's more like a, we're diverting paths and I'm letting you know. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's it's more that. Like, we're going to extend yeah. this solo, like changing mm-hmm. or uh, moving on, getting over. We're going right, to keep going right. here for another right. like eight When bars. it's a drastic change versus, yeah. hey, we're going to. And the they, song they, here, yeah. It's not like so, said, um, yeah. Anyway, um I, I can imagine that Brad's backing band is just like, we don't need the head nods, man. No. Like we're, they got it down to a it, science. They just yeah, show up and do the gig and they're like. That's right. They show up and then they go home and they're like, yeah. we executed 100% perfectly almost all the time, right? Um, Straight up musicians like that go to your recording sessions for your album. Cause speaking from experience of yeah. the last four songs that I recorded, uh, we had a session drummer come in who uh, is, he's I guess you would call him, he's famous. He's making Georgia famous, at least. Oh, okay. um, so he's a successful he plays for the orchestra he's a, he's a successful musician there he's a member of the grammy voting audi- uh, body or whatever yeah um he votes on the grammys and um he came in and he spent he was only there playing actively as a drummer for an hour on my songs that he just heard for the first time in that hour <laughs> <laughs> that's how good session drummers and musicians yeah. are in general they just go in yeah. and they're they hear it for the first time and they're like Oh, okay, cool. Okay, I, I can do that, yeah. Yeah, and, and especially drums, because I imagine that's just, that's like the backbone. That's just harder to establish the backbone mm-hmm. of a song more, but um, I imagine that's the type of musicians Brad is surrounding himself oh, with. Oh, yeah, easily. Like, I mean, yeah. John, too, to a degree, but he's friends with so much of his band. I don't want to say Brad's not f- uh, friends with his bandmates or whatever, but uh, I imagine them coming in, getting the business done, having her just heard the song once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it, yeah. just... Yeah, I'm done. It's like they go in. It's funny. I was listening to another podcast, um, and uh, they're talking about like that. I like auditioning in Nashville. Yeah, 
No, and, thank you. Uh, I'm already stressed about those words right there. You just <laughs> well, well, and they're both they're both session touring musicians. Yeah, this is the Metallica podcast, by the way. They t- they talked about it, and they're both one of them plays for a country guy, and the other one just does other stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, if you so auditioning in Nashville, he's like, there's no question of your ability. Like, if you already have an audition, they don't really, they assume you're at that level already. It's now about do you jive with the band. Like, do you have half the time is spent talking like with the band leader or the, you know, the main musician or whoever that may be. It was like they just assume like everybody is on that level. If you if you get the audition, it's not, oh, I signed. It's like somebody knows you. Somebody has, you know, given Oh, this guy. These are the three guys uh, that can do it right. Like that can do what you're asking them to do, whether it's auxiliary player or drummer or mm-hmm. backup guitar or whatever that may be and it's just like that's that's the idea is he said it's it's that level like everybody's that level <laughs> yeah now it's just how's your personality do you get along with people do you right. have a good work ethic like yes. do you uh, and um and it's just it's it's insane to me i'm like oh my gosh i can't even yeah. imagine just me neither at that, yeah at that level of musicianship i didn't spend it's, um, these guys spent years honing their craft i didn't spend yes. man that's the. Yeah. I know people are self-taught that have more discipline than I do, but like that's the for me, that's yeah. my uh, I guess handicap of being self-taught and being me because my personality yeah. <laughs> is not as disciplined as other people's. Right. I guess. Right. Uh, so right. That, yeah, I hear stories like that, and I'm like, God, I would not survive in a place like I, I wouldn't know, even survive ever. in Austin. You know, I mean, that's yeah. that's a busy I, music I assume, city, but like Nashville yeah. is like top comparatively top tier music city. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, where everybody's an amazing musician. Yeah. Like everybody is an amazing musician. Yeah. You, you throw a, you know, yeah, you throw a rock and you hit somebody who's amazing. It's, it's, yeah. then it becomes about personality. Well, anyway, let's, let's move on. Yes. Interesting um, conversation for sure. But yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they talk about why they play. You know, yeah. John goes on talking about, you know, chasing, just, just like you mentioned. Yeah. What did he talk about? Well, it was just kind of like how, uh, you know, just, this idea of like inventing stuff on the spot and kind of mm-hmm. figuring it out in the moment, um, which yeah. when you're starting and you're young, that is kind of a cool thing because he, mm-hmm. he didn't. Uh, he has been open about his his lack of joy being a student uh, in school, right? So I imagine that was like very gratifying experience to him to him to discover blues and be like, oh, you can just kind of make stuff up and it feels good. Um, I, I wish um, they would have got. I wish there was like extra footage of these interviews. Me too, I'm, man. I'm sure they kept t- talking, and you know, at this time, 2004, they're not putting like, oh, watch extra footage on CMT.com or whatever. Like they're not doing that yet. Yeah. So um, that would have been super cool to see. But then they move into little moments. Yeah, I oh, respect uh, John saying. I think I don't know if this was on stage or part of the interview segment where he says uh-huh. that songs don't have styles. And this is like oh when yes when he's about to sing on little moments yes um, and I'm like I don't know it's just a good sentiment um, it is a good sentiment I was about to ask do you agree or disagree with that but I think the way that he expanded on it kind of already kind of already decided that because he was saying yeah. that it depends on who's singing it and or who's putting their own stylistic spin on it I agree to an extent I think yeah. you can you can um, cross genre especially yeah. Uh, country singer songwriter pop um, there are some songs 
there are some genres where lyrics make the song make the yes, genre. I mean, yeah, you talk sure. about you talk about metal a lot of times, or even R and B and rap. Like some of those, I guess maybe not. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe I'm just putting all that in a box and um, saying that it can't cross genre. But mm-hmm. you know, it was I, kind of I a bold assume, thing for him to say. Like, uh, yeah. just songs yeah. don't have styles. And I'm like, yeah, they kind of do though. But uh, they kind of do. Depends, I mean, depends on the musician go, that's yeah. behind it. I want John to cover a, a black metal song. <laughs> Love to hear that, and I'm sure we could actually do it just, too. It's just and it's just you know, growls. It's just the growls. That's all I want is the growls. Trying to trying to destroy his voice again. Jeez, man. Um, but little moments. I, I want to say I, I literally didn't write anything about this because it's just to really me, it's just a country love song, and I it's so so funny to me because I put this is a highlight of the set for me. Really, <laughs> this song. Yes, I was just it's very like, okay. com- it's comfortable. Like, is it a little bit? Think okay. about comfortable. Like kind of just insignificant stories right like insign- that especially at the beginning of comfortable where he talks about <clears throat> hey, well, yeah, the, hey, being I at the market the or whatever market, right yeah. um i feel like it's that way it is definitely a romanticized country song mm-hmm. and um that shows you my I, uh, bias though against uh country apologies to all the country, country music yeah. fans and That's i'm sure right. there's a lot of bleed over between john yeah. and country fans but uh well country is always very storytelling is always um it is a kind of a classic country love song, but I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And um, I love the lap steel on this song, too. The lap steel guitar in the back. Just kind of oh, hearing yeah. that going on. Uh, and then Brad, his his solo is just so melodic and mm-hmm. effortless. Again, I'm just like, oh, my God. He's just like, you know, just kind of like looking around a little bit, playing and goes back to the, you know, to the microphone. Dude just knows his instrument, dude. Yeah. So I really like the song. Um and uh, I think I listened to this. I feel like I, I maybe did I buy this CD? I feel like I bought Celebrity. It's the name of the CD, right? Celebrity. No, I think it's something else. Um, um, where is maybe it I'm name? thinking of Insync. I bought Insync Celebrity. I definitely bought, I bought that. Uh, <laughs> I was big into Insync for some reason as a kid. Uh, Mud on the Tires is the name of the album. Uh, Mud on the Tires. I think I, yeah. I did buy this at one point. Um, but this was a good song. Um, I liked it and. Uh, a highlight was John singing it. I really did. I thought his voice, his voice fit better okay on this one this than Celebrity yeah. for sure. I think. Yeah. Uh, then they move on and talk about um, Clapton and dog food with medicine in it. <laughs> like <the laughs> John, John sing where he's talking about uh, inserting like high musicianship into mm-hmm. pop music, right? Like, yeah. They. I think they they were asked what their influences were, and uh, Brad was like, "Well, we do have one similarity, and it's Clapton." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, that's." That's great. They have parallels. Uh, yeah. And then John saying Clapton is lyrical doesn't mean he's singing lyrics, but he's playing them on the, the guitar. And he has a way of playing the guitar that attacks the head, uh, the heart, not the head. And I'm like, yeah, that's John. That's basically John. That's what he does on the yeah. guitar when he develops a solo in a song. Yes. It's not yep. like, look at me solo. It's let's make you feel things. Feel it. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I think you're right. I think he did grow into that. Yeah. He was already kind of doing it, but he's definitely grown into it now. I mean, yeah, absolutely. He's so um, focused on that. Yeah. And then Old Love. Oh, man. Oh, this is funny to me because it starts. They just go right from talking to Clapton to go into Old Love. And the interviewer is just sitting there watching. 
Yeah. And I'm like, he couldn't just come on stage after they finished the song. He just had to sit there and watch them with no context. That's why he's there. <laughs> There's just an odd editing choice to keep him there. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is a great version of the song. And I think it's truncated a little bit. I think because I noticed there's like a quick edit right where yes. you think a solo is going to come in. And then they mm-hmm. just go to an outro, and I'm like, ah, oh, yep. dang! I bet, I bet it was. Uh, you're, <clears throat> I bet you're 100 percent sure. You could tell that they did it good. It was a good edit, but you yeah. could tell it was an edit. Yeah, um, they, they were about to go into something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would have been really and, cool. Um, I love the part where he hands off the verse, and he's like, "What's the first line? All he needs is the first first yeah. line." He's and he like, tells I, it, and then he gets into it, and he knows I, I, it. And no, no, I love, I love it. He goes. Uh, I can see your. I don't remember the exact verse. Yeah, in the see your face lying in my bed. He goes, and he's like, that he, make goes, any sense. he goes, I don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like, don't make no sense. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just making. He any sings it, and he's point. like, wait, lying in my bed is that the right? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When, he goes, yeah. When <laughs> yeah. I'm lying in my bed, he's like, oh, he's like, okay, that makes sense, right? But that was then, cool because uh, I've, dude, I've, I've had experienced so many moments like that at gigs where yeah. you're like. Even in open mics that are so casual that you just shout out to the audience, like, yeah. what What's are the, the words line? again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody shouts all you need, to you and you're like, All you need oh. is the first line sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's all it. you need, right? Just give me it's the like cue. You can, that's, you just yeah. one cue. It's kind of like, it's very similar to when you're acting and you're mm-hmm. just like, just give me the first word. What? Okay, cool. I'm good. And yeah. there's like a 10 minute monologue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, it's super, super funny. I love yeah. that part. And Brad has got such good intonation and dynamic in his voice on the song. Mm-hmm. When he's like almost whispering some of the words. Yeah. Uh, when he's singing, he's just like so soft. Um, I was just like, I, I felt myself like leaning in to the screen when mm-hmm. he was singing. And um, again, just great, great. He's got great control of his voice. I agree. Um, Brad does. And um it's cool, man. You know, they, they both are doing little little stuff on their guitars and their acoustics mm-hmm. and um Oh man, I feel like it could have gone off. But yeah, they they're uh, I love their uh, they harmonized with chords, not necessarily right with big notes, the big uh <laughs> solos or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there would be like John would be playing like his funky version of an A minor or whatever and yeah. <laughs> Brad would be playing a totally different version of an A minor, but they harmonize yeah. with each other and it sounds just like ah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's perfect. Both man. masters. I love this. Both, I love this. Song. Yeah, I love this version of it. And then whenever um, <laughs> the host, are they guys, are these guys smoking or what? <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, oh, corny like, hosts dude, are always could like you, so cringe. Could you come dude. up with something more corny, please? Yeah. Are these man. guys smoking? <laughs> oh man, I was. I just laughed at that part. I almost just said, "It's what, what." Are they smoking or what? What? That's what that's what it is. Um, but it's uh, <laughs> just goofy. Then they go into um, the cool Me Neither, My yeah. Stupid Mouth. Yeah, they talk thing. about, uh, they kind of relate Me Neither and My Stupid Mouth to each other. Right. Brad does. Yeah. Your mouth. And I love, I just love when Brad compliments his, speci- he's very, when musicians get specific with their compliments, like, yeah, I love this tune because. I relate to it on this level. It's like the yeah. It's the my wife best, says this dude. about that. This is me, you know. And it's like, I feel like Brad's more of a fan of John than John is of Brad. Um, <laughs> John's like discovering and, uh, his music on stage. Yeah, it's kind of great, yeah, actually. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, this but, is cool. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, and Brad's like, dude, I've been a fan of yours. You know, jerk. I've been a fan of yours. <laughs> Come on. You can you can't pick up my CD? 
can't go down to Target and buy my CD. Come on. You didn't know that or Celebrity Tower ended. Records. You didn't know Celebrity yeah. had like a rest there. Come on, <laughs> <That's> man. <right. laughs> it's a country song ending. What That's did you right. think was gonna happen? Here, Stop playing. Here I am harmonizing over your crap that you're playing over there, and I'm bigger than my body, and you don't even know when the ending is. <laughs> celebrity. <laughs> Funny. But um, yeah, I mean, either is hilarious, dude. I remember uh, I, I would hang out with my uh, my friend who has been on my old podcast, Bigger Than My Podcast, uh-huh. uh, the the previous John Mayer uh, podcast I had. Um, his name is Gabe, and uh, we went to high school together, and he, like, how we connected is, like, he played Why Georgia, auditioned for a talent show with Why Georgia. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, dude, that was awesome. I love John Mayer's music, too. And then, I especially after, like, after we graduated, that was senior year. After we graduated, yeah. we just, like, hung out all the time, and... Yeah, he was he was he was hung up on me neither. He loved that me neither thing, and he just kept it's playing. Funny, it. It's funny, man. It's so hilarious. Good. It's clever. It's so good, and it's abridged. Uh, I think the actual version yeah. of it from the C- same CD with celebrity on it is uh, like three minutes long. And okay. but my stupid mouth is abridged too. It's uh, they they edited it down. Yeah. Um, or he played, or they played it. I don't know if they, they, they decided yeah. to play it shorter. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's he's. I mean, he's doing that kind of old country you know on yeah. his, on his uh, yeah it's a really yeah. fun it's a fun way to play when you figure yeah. out how to do it rhythmically yeah because you have to do something on your rhythm hand your right hand if you're right-handed i guess your strumming mm-hmm. hand i should say um that's very key to like making it sound really rad yeah and, uh, it's so cool when you figure that out and the lyrics man i mean just the whole sentiment and lyrics of that song are so good and funny and clever yeah um and, and i love how it ends how he's just like yeah he just ends uh, it. Do you think it's time for the song to end? Song to end. That's and it. And then it's like, oh, it's over. Yeah, it is. And then over. John, <laughs> John yeah. I love John bringing it back at the end of my stupid yeah. mouth. Yeah, he's like, uh, I don't even remember how he did it melodically he just, speaking. He just, but he just ends just said on me neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah he just, just ends it. Uh, and um, I love the uh, during John playing, Brad's like. He wasn't. I, I don't think the, either of these guys were supposed to play on each other's songs here at this juncture. But Brad's clearly trying to figure out what John's playing. Oh yeah, he's playing just a little bit of yeah, he's like, random stuff every once in a while. I'm like, like good luck okay, figuring yeah. out what John's doing on guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can figure out the does, key, and you know, but uh, oh yeah, but, yeah. But it's just funny that he was like, you can see him figure it out in real time, and that's like all guitarists yeah. do that when they're like jamming or trading songs. It's so yep, funny. Yep, love that. Um, the question after uh so they include one fan question from the audience in this i, imagine, I don't know how I many imagine other... it went way longer when you if you're actually there so the editors of cmt crosswords were like which fan question should we include in the broadcast oh let's include the question that asked that somebody asks john have you gone back to your high school and run through the halls <laughs> Maybe they I just, just thought like, his answer was funny. They were like, "Okay, this is too funny to not include." I guess maybe, I maybe. I and you're probably right on that. The way he answered it, and actually how he pivoted to actually a serious, yeah, thing, right, was really good. How he but pivoted is, was really good. It's one of the most accurate commentaries on songwriting, in my opinion, because when when mm-hmm. you are writing songs and you're like you've already put something pen to paper, and especially if people are singing the lyrics back to you, right, um, you're like, well, then I can't do that ever again in real life. Yeah, <laughs> like how he correlates, how he relates right. the uh, run through the halls of my high school thing to your body's wonderland, where he's like, you right. know, lay you down with your head with my hand behind it, uh, mm-hmm. by your head with my hand behind, or whatever the lyric is. 
Right. And he's like, I can't ever do that in real life. Or the girl would be like, ah, it's from the song. It would like break That's right. The- You're doing this from the song, <laughs> man. You're trying to get me. But uh, yeah, so she asks, have you gone back t- to run through the halls of your high school? Yeah. And he says, it's a metaphor. It's a, <laughs> it's a great answer. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a metaphor. <laughs> That's what we call in music, in songwriting and literature a metaphor. We learned this in sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> and what a metaphor is, yeah. is you, you compare two unlike things without using like or as, okay? That's right. When yeah, you use like or as, you, it's a simile. That's a simile. Oh, my God. If he yes. just expanded like nonstop, that would have been so funny. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, he, so he talks about that being a metaphor and then yeah. talking about you know, not everything I write is obviously autobiographical or like, you know, um, it does kind of be like, Oh, like, like the song, you know, and he, he makes Mm -hmm. those funny. Oh, like the song. He keeps talking, you know, about that, about, I wonder if he thinks about that when he drives down, um, 85. Is that what it is? It's like, I can't ever drive on 85 anymore, guys. I said it in the song. It's so funny when uh, we went on a road trip a couple years ago. At least in the morning, guys. Okay. We have to go at night. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So we we took a a road trip, my family and I, to Washington, Mm D.C., and then we came down through Georgia. We went to Atlanta and then came back to Houston that way. Oh, okay. And um, and, uh, as soon as we were on 85 coming into. Atlanta, we were like, hit the song. Track to hit the song. It's time. We've been waiting for this. We've been this is we've been preparing our whole lives for this moment. <laughs> I just this is so random, but I just remembered the song, the movie that John references in his Any Given Thursday interview. Uh, what movie? Weekend at Bernie's Two. It's PCU. He's like, I. When does he reference? TBS and their show in PCU for the second I love time that movie. today. <laughs> Do you like that movie? Uh, I didn't see it until like three years ago for the first time. Oh my time. gosh, it, dude. It, I dude watched, it's still it's, funny. It's still very I funny. Said, it's so funny he says that and you just brought that up because that's I remember how that's probably how I watched it was like on TBS or something yeah. like that. Um, Jeremy Piven, man. Yeah. A young Jeremy Pivot. That's that's a really funny Somebody movie. Somebody else is in it too, who's plays one of his lackeys. That's uh anyway, uh, it's a David funny Spade. movie. Yeah. David Spade. David Spade. Yeah, he's it. like he's, he's, he's like the uh villain or the whatever, Repu- right? He's like the Republican like of the Republican John Favreau is who I'm thinking of. Oh, John Favreau is that's guys. right. Yeah. I like at the end of that movie how they're like, We're not gonna protest. <laughs> We're not good. They like have a protest, but not protesting. Not protesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Anyway. And it's funny to see Jeremy Piven change roles in old school and be like the the thorn in all the good guys. Side. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's so pretty funny. funny. That's, it, go, that's a funny movie, though. Go watch PCU if you haven't watched yeah. PCU. That's a really funny movie. Um, so we move on. He They ask, would oh, you rather be a singer or a guitar player? This is a great question. And I love that. I didn't because I don't study Brad. I don't know him mm-hmm. outside of his collaboration with John here and that game of Thrones video I mentioned, um, but him saying <laughs> guitar player, I'm like, that makes sense. Like when you see him in action, Oh yeah. You can see that he's like in his comfort zone on a guitar, mm-hmm. even though he's still a good singer. Yeah. And then John Mayer talks about, I, I called him John Mayer. I just didn't call him. John. And then Mr. This, Mr. John C. Mayer, Mr. John Clayton Mayer. <laughs> um, uh, he responds saying that he's the same. <laughs> he's the same. <laughs> And um, John Clayton Mayer Esquire uh, res- responds that uh, <laughs> he he's the same and that he would fail 
on auditioning for American Idol. <laughs> yeah, he said he wouldn't make it past the first round, and that's yeah. uh, that is one hundred percent factual. Unless they wanted to laugh at him and they thought it would be good for camera, because some people yeah. have made it through that are just like, oh, this is good TV, even though you're terrible. So. That's right. I agree. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't. Make Although it he the first did round, win, so I I, going, I auditioned uh, when uh, Texas. I think Texas Stadium was still existing. Um, oh really? Yeah, here in Irving. That's um, cool. So I went and auditioned there. It was a very hot August day. Very very hot. They refused to let you bring in waters into like where you were sitting what? down for some reason. Yeah, I don't get it, dude. So you had to like drink your waters like out in like oh, the my gosh. eight whatever you call it, atrium entrance area, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's not really yeah. an atrium, but um, yeah, it was very hot and uh, I hated it. I didn't. I got there like at four <laughs> in the morning. I didn't sing till like seven p.m. Oh my um, gosh! No water. <laughs> no, barely any water. I forgot the words because it'd been all day. I, I don't. <laughs> I just couldn't remember like any. I don't know. I fumbled it. Were the judge? It wasn't the judges. Judges, right? It was no, like another no, panel these are like of people. Random people that Fox hires, like yeah. You know. Oh, they, it's like local people. I remember yeah. seeing stuff like that. Like they hire like local voice coaches and stuff like that to yeah. come in and kind of do the first round. Right, right, and that's right. pretty much it. And then you go, then you go into like a second round or whatever. Um, where you do kind of like an interview thing. I don't know mm-hmm. if people make it beyond there, but uh, yeah. after then it's like you, then you sing in front of like the producer, Nigel Lithgow um, is one of them. And he's yeah. also on So You Think You Can Dance, which I actually like that show. Nigel. Um, Nigel. Uh, he's very British. <laughs> um, so you sing in front of him before you go to the actual judges. So there's like yeah. actually like three rounds. Like I actually yeah. went, I, I dated somebody who went through all the rounds and she got to see like Simon and all them too. Oh, nice. Um, and I went with her on that entire journey, and it was a. It was, well, it was I pretty remember fun. talking to someone down here who um, was one of the ju- – like, knew one of the people who got hired. And basically, there's, like, a handful of people that they just pick. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, this person's going to be on. Oh, dude. Bar- I feel, I feel so like, like barely anybody went through. <laughs> when you because, see the amount of people that show up to the audition yeah, and the amount of people yeah, that actually go through. Yeah. There are some – there are some that truly are undiscovered. Oh, they make it through. But there yeah. are definitely people who, like the voice coach, this is my star student, right? Mm-hmm. And I've handpicked them, you know, and the producers basically come and say, you know, you have 10 slots that you can give us, right? Or right. five slots or something that you can just basically, anyway. Um, all right, enough American Idol talk. Uh, it's a dumb show. <laughs> I don't, I'm I not better at it. I just did, that right. wouldn't. I would not have been cut out for the grind of that show anyway. So. Uh, oh gosh, I can't I'm even kinda imagine. Kind of glad. Kind of glad I didn't make it. Um, then we have come back to bed. What do you think of this? Oh, I made a. I did make a note as soon as they launched into it because I didn't know. I didn't remember that this was part of the set. Yeah. I put John being adamant about making this song a thing. LOL. That's that's right. Yeah. You know, he was probably like, he was no, like, we got to play single. Come Back to Bed. Remember? This is like, a, this is a single. I have to play Come Back and to Bed. And everybody's just like, oh, John. But then this, oh, honestly, John. this ended up being my favorite one of the set because of the closing, especially because of the closing solo. Like, oh, I just yeah. forgot That's how good. good it feels to, I don't know, for him to jam on this and how the band... Well, how the uh, unfortunately there's sax and trumpets there, but how the band feels on mm-hmm. this song, it just mm-hmm. it just works, man. I just this was a good version of the song. He, I like mm-hmm. how John sings the harmonies during the chorus. Yes, I was like, oh, woo, that's a nice treat yeah. to have it. You know, I mean, you obviously, Cause, literally, cause this is Brad's the only time he's ever done it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, Brad. <laughs> Brad's back. You're back. He's back. He went to the restroom. Hey, y'all, he I was just had to go in the restroom for 30 minutes. Or whatever, however he talks. I don't know. <laughs> um, John sings the 98 and 6 degrees of separation part, yeah. which you don't yeah. really hear him sing very very often. No, it's almost like disrespectful to that lyric, man. You I just know. keep he, removing it. I don't think he likes it. It's it's a It could be a it's, little corny. It's, it's a fun I, lyric. Could, yeah. Yeah, but I, I especially just love this version of it because of them just going off. Oh yeah, the dude. trading solos and yeah. then the gu- and then the guitar harmonies. Right, the guitar harmonies. Oh, shout out oh, to guitar harmonies. So, so good. good at the uh, yeah, the, Brad is just. Yeah. I made a note that Brad is just so good at, at understanding the vibe of the song he's in and mm-hmm. soloing to match it, and obviously yeah. match the key. But he's just, oh, he's just so good, dude. Yeah. Especially in this song, like he's just like, oh, this is blues, okay. So I'm not doing the typical thing I normally do. Yeah, I gotta match. I gotta match what John's doing a little bit here, and it's so freaking good, man. I can't find other adjectives to describe it. It's so good. It's really, yeah. This is this is well. It's just a very solid performance. It's it cool, um, and uh, I mean, it's all of these are very unique, but this one's just unique because, um, I think. I think the uh, <laughs> up to this point, he probably hasn't. Has he played with anyone who's like a prolific person like this, like where he could trade guitar solos like that? I mean, I he hasn't know. played with like Eric Clapton or yeah. or anybody like that before. Um, Certainly not. In where this he's like type of where he's like, thing. hey, talk to me, talk to me, right, real soft, and then Brad just kind of starts, you know, doing that thing, and he knows like they have the similar guitar talk and. Um, it's really, really cool. This was a good, I just wrote, this is a good one, exclamation yeah. point. Um, and uh, I really, um, it's long, but um, uh, I liked it, man. Yeah, I was I jamming it. out. Oh, I was man. jamming out the to The jam this. was so worth it. Even though the song's like not even my favorite from that album, I still, mm-hmm. um, at that time well, that it came out. Yeah. At the time that treat. it came out, though, it was still like a thing where like, oh, this is what John wants to do probably. Mm-hmm. Take his direction. He was playing it at every show, yeah. This type of blues sound. And I loved it when he played it live at that time. But if I ever heard mm-hmm. him play it in a live set now, I'd be like, what's wrong with you, man? You have like a whole <laughs> slew of blues songs now. Why are you dusting this one off? That's right. <laughs> it, well, he has played it acoustic, right? A little, yes. Like yeah. one time. Yeah. And um, it is actually a good acoustic. There, you can find the acoustic version. He did I remember the, AOL, the acoustic version. Yeah. I remember, remember the he did the AOL version. show for the release of the thing? Yeah. And he did like an AOL just him and a mic in a studio. Right. Uh, he did acoustic versions of Clarity and Come Back to Bed. And I was like, oh, Come Back to Bed sounds really good acoustic, man. I was very impressed it by does. that. I, then we move on to a little bit more banter, yeah. talking, right? Um, he talks about him not being the character always yeah. in his People songs. which, yeah. Which is, you know, that's, again, that's another thing that I always harp on. I'm like, not every song is autobiographical. Like, it doesn't have, People are like, oh, what was, was this song about so-and-so? Mm-hmm. Did he write this song about the breakup with so and so? And it's like they don't have to be about people in his life. Like he could no, they don't take an idea and you write a song about it. You can draw from a dream that makes no sense at all, and you uh, could draw from somebody else's experience. Yeah, you can draw from something you saw in a movie or something you read, like of yeah. somebody else. Like good songwriters do that, and um, not every song is about them. I think. Right? I think what he. And this is just a random throwaway line that I'm kind of analyzing for no reason. But I think what he could have been referring to is the fact that he's such a smooth talker in his songs. Mm-hmm. And he's still a smooth talker in real life, but he's more of a rabid talker in real life. Like right, he's just, right. He's an excessive, kind of like me. 
Uh, I'm, I'm excessive in a different way. He's like intelligently excessive talker where you're like, okay, that's enough. All right. That's a lot of words, dude. Can you slow down a little bit? But <laughs> in his songs, he's just so, I don't know. He's eloquent and yeah, he's just, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that's could have been what he's referring to. Like, he's like, people realize I talk so much. could have been what he meant. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> well, and then we get into daughters, which I, oh man, this is good. Brad, um, uh, Another one that Brad is like, dude, I just love this song so much. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is this is really touching. This is more of like I a know. tribute show to John, more or less. And his vocals are on point, bro, yeah. on this song. Brad's vocals, that classic country vocal fits mm-hmm. this song. It really does, um, yeah. And uh, um, he sings most of it again, right? Yeah, he does, yeah. Except for the bridge. I think John sings the bridge. And then um, he jumps he back sings- into it, yeah. Yeah, hours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. It's stupid. It's not even Fa- accurate. Fathers, right, that's <laughs> mine. Yeah. To your daughters. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. So I wanted that signature John Mayer acoustic guitar so bad. They don't make it anymore. The JM is it the um. Oh, which one is it? The O. It's not the OM JM. I don't think. Is it that signature model? You know, the one that has on the 12th fret, that little triangle with the, the dots around it. It was his I'm, signature. It was his I'm first. I'm not familiar with his. Uh... It was his first signature model acoustic guitar, and they stopped making it because he made a new one. So oh. this one's like out of like they don't make it anymore. So hmm. if you find one, they're all they're all, you know, used. They're all pre-owned. Um, and I wanted that guitar so bad, but it's it's awesome. Um, and uh, so I think um, <clears throat> I think. Uh, Ah oh, man, there was something I was gonna say. Now I can't remember what it was. I'm sorry. Well, I put good Never solo, mind. Brad. Brad does a good solo on here. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah. Oh uh, yes, yeah. He man, he really nailed it. Um, I love that he just. I don't know, man. He's just a great blues guitarist too. On top of being just a regular mm-hmm. great guitarist all around, because blues requires a different sensibility, yeah. and it's like he knew exactly that with that song. It's six eight blues. It's not supposed to be showy country blues or whatever it's just, I don't know, he's right. just so good he's really i mean that tim and it's so weird to me to say this but for me a highlight of this i think the highlight of this is brad in my opinion yeah um he uh he adds so much to to john's songs just a different mm-hmm. flavor and i, I think that. he's i think he's um just a more a more comfortable, a more confident, further along musician at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say he's be- he's better than John. He probably I don't know if he is or not guitar wise, but he's he. I think he definitely understands what's happening and kind of like. I feel like he fit more into John's stuff than John fit into his stuff. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. If they did it now, though, I feel like John would be able to adapt. Oh yes, I, yeah. I I think if if he would have done it after Continuum, John would be able to adapt. Yeah, for sure. He wasn't that far far away from being able. To, I, I think yeah. it's just. I think the trio still... kind of just opened his mind to other genres for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, just that experience alone definitely made him more. Yeah. Uh, adaptable for other people's genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so all that to say, I mean, I love this. I love the special. I loved watching it. Yeah, at, it was really uh, fun. I like the. I like. I love watching two songwriters talk about how they songwrite, and mm-hmm. that's just my type of stuff, man. I'm all about it. So this makes me want to jump into Brad's stuff. 
a little bit more. I, I don't know if he's, I think he's still putting out music. I don't. Yeah, um, he's still doing it for sure. And uh, he, um, I've always liked him. After this, I always liked seeing him on things. Mm-hmm. Like if it, whether it was an award show or, you know, just a, on a random TV show or something. I think he did a TV show at some point, like a guest spot or something. And um, he uh, just seeing him in the news or seeing him on, you know, entertainment tonight or whatever, you know, while that's played in the background, you see him on there. I always just enjoyed seeing him after this, especially. And um, yeah, man, I'd love, I'd love for John to do more of this more, another crossroads. We need another crossroads from John. We do. We do. Who would you, who would you pit him with? Uh, somebody new. Uh, Zach Brown band, Clay yet? Cook, Clay Cook back with Did, Zach Brown band. <laughs> uh, I don't, uh, make it Casey Musgraves because I just love her music. Um, yeah, I think she just recently did one though, so that'd be too soon. And Zach Brown, I think he just did one last year as well uh, when I was looking. Yeah, at the I think so list. too. <clears throat> uh, I just there's just not a lot of country talent. What that about I to uh, right now. little Lil Nas X? What's the dude Jason Jason Isbell? <laughs> Let's make it Jason Isbell. That dude, uh, that dude's good. Little Nas not, X. not Florida Georgia line. <laughs> they did one with Backstreet Boys, I think. Oh god. I think I read that's who they did. Good oh, night. you people, can't you see? Such a oh, weird you choice. People. That can't is very you see? Strange. Can't you see? Um <laughs> I don't know, oh, man. That's man. that's a good question. I would love to who see should it John brought do back crossroads with? in more more frequent frequency. I'm trying to see um who else did it recently? I don't know. My wife knows more of the country stuff these days. Yeah, I really days, don't. So I don't. I'm, I'm not good at I'm it. Not, that's I'm the only not reason I mentioned that. Oh, Casey Musgraves didn't do one, by the way. She hasn't done one. Yet. Well, then that's that's the pick. Got to do it, man. I don't give. I don't really care if it's a guy and a girl and they got different ranges. You can figure it out. Yeah. 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 I just want to hear him play on her songs. Her songs are like yeah. begging for a really smooth solo. Nice. She nice. did one with Katy Perry in 2014. Oh, sweet. Hey, Man, they, that, that could have been the connection. They sing so different, dude. <laughs> they that sing so different. That's such a Katie's a belter, and Casey's like just she sings more like reserved, she reminds yeah. me of John more or less. Oh, okay, she's got like a airy voice. Hey, you ever listen to her? No, dude. She's like the only like exception for me to the rule of like country. I, I don't really care for country, but like her last album, Golden Hour, is amazing. It's yeah. All right, I'll yeah, check I think, it out. I think it won album of the year that year. I will check it out for sure. Um. Katy Perry could hook that up. Yeah. They already did it. I think they still talk. No, they, they could, don't. I don't know. They could, they could make the connection. Yeah. So Make it anyway. happen. All right. Well, we did it again, Jeff. We went through something. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this. Uh, I wonder if there are there people who have not watched this. Are there a Probably. lot of people who have not watched this? Are there I, I'll feel who, real bad. They'll be like, well, I can't watch it and listen <laughs> no. to this episode. I'm going to feel so bad I, for I was them. Thinking, I was thinking about that the whole time. I was like... What percentage of people actually have watched this? Yeah, and they're gonna they're kind of just gonna, gonna have be, to go. Oh yeah, I remember that. If they I remember see that, it before, yeah. yeah. You can find it on page fifteen of Google <laughs> Google <laughs> Video search. Links. Yeah. Um, hey, if you email us, we'll send you the link if you want the link yeah. for it. I just don't want to put it out like publicly, just in yeah, case I don't want some it kind to get of removed. virus or something. <laughs> also, this did make me realize that we didn't have the John's VH1 storytellers on our list. I didn't have it in my list of possible oh, episodes man. to do, and oh, he included yes. that in the Battle Studies uh, uh, Deluxe. We need to do it. We need to do that. And one. That's, that's a great episode one. too. Um, so, 
Um, we're working on some other stuff. Uh, we're definitely going to jump into uh, the albums soon again. It's been a little bit since we've uh, done a proper album, so we'll be jumping back in uh, soon, um, either the next probably couple episodes. And, yeah, yeah probably back to ba- order we'll battle. We'll start with yeah. battle studies. So uh, we'll be looking forward to that. Um, but uh, if you have any thoughts on this, if you have any questions or uh, for us or you know, just want to talk about when you first saw CMT Crossroads or whatever, um, email us, mystupidpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to go follow us on all the social media platforms and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. We would love that. That helps the podcast get discovered. Also, tell your friends, whatever, uh, your other mayor friends, um, share this with them. We'd, we'd love uh, to grow the fan base there. So yeah. if that... All right, guys. Well, y'all have a great, uh, great day. Uh, Jeff, take care, man. We'll talk to you soon also. You too, man. um, Everybody stay safe out there. Continue to stay safe. Uh, Things are not getting better. Things are not getting better at all. So uh, please continue to take everything seriously that you need to. Think of of others. Just just be be humble. Be humble and kind. Is that a song? Isn't that a song? Humble humble and and kind. (laughs) Brad! I just just wanted to come back and say goodbye to everybody. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll talk to you all soon. Have a great day. Later.